You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to the Voice of Charity. I'm Marie Jokum. And I'm Bridget Murphy. Listen, Bridget, I've missed you. <laughs> I missed you. It's and been two long weeks without each other. It two really has long been. weeks. And not really much has been going on no, in the nothing. world. Nothing's been happening. You know, I, I've been sort of reflecting on these, like everything that's been happening in the last two weeks, from the election to the pandemic to, you know, things happening in our workplaces and our families. And, and I'm reminded of sort of the importance and kind of what our faith calls us to to also be focused on endurance and hope and community support. Um, and I've also been reminded about the beauty of democracy and our country and and why people want to come to the United States. And so this show today could not have come at a more perfect, perfect time. Um, and I also know I say this a lot for any of you who I are... knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew... Listen, long <laughs> listeners of this show will know that... What I'm about to say. Marie... <laughs> Every guest is Marie's favorite guest. Yeah. But this is it, guys. This is it, this guys. This is the real deal. This is the real deal. This is the real deal. And I'm talking about the fabulous people of the Catholic Charities Refugee Resettlement Program that's been working with refugees since 1975, assisting more than 10,000 people as they establish new lives for themselves and their families in the Chicago area. And I had the very distinct pleasure of spending six and a half wonderful years working as a social worker in the program. So I'm biased. Yes. But it is amazing, amazing work. And we're going to ask you all to take just a second and imagine if you were born and raised in another country and you come to Chicago with your family, you're escaping poverty, you might be escaping violence or persecution. You're adjusting to the customs, the educational system, the pace, the different language spoken in your new city, and the ability for you to get settled and start your new life and obtain sort of basic goods and services continues to change because of the pandemic. And this is what so many uh, refugee families are experiencing, and it's been an especially difficult year um, for them and for our staff. Absolutely. And so today with us are Elma Kulovich and Rebecca Hamlin-Green, who've been leading the way to assist Catholic Charities clients, refugee clients. Elma is the director of Refugee Resettlement, and Rebecca is the coordinator of Loom, which is an incredible program that she runs so well, which gives many refugees women a wonderful opportunity to meet, support one another, and share their skills as artisans to make 
really gorgeous handmade products to sell. You can't see this, Rebecca, but I have my loom scarf with me today in the studio. So I'm sort of <laughs> modeling it to the camera for anyone what? who is watching on YouTube. Um, and you Wonderful. can purchase them on the website. It's so a beautiful welcome. autumnal gold. I commented on it as it's, soon as I saw it. And she said, it's loom. loom. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. So, Elma, we're going to start with you. How are things going this year? How We, we know numbers have been decreased um, of folks who've been allowed entry into the United States this year. What What's the situation on the ground for you? Where are people coming from? What situations are they fleeing? Tell us about this year. Yeah, good morning, everyone, and thank you for inviting uh, us to talk about our great program. And, Marie, thank you for such a great introduction. Uh, and for modeling the loom products, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, yeah, this year was, uh, like, I would say, like, uh, in the last uh, five, four years for this program, we really hard, and this 2020 was the most challenging year, I would say. I'm with the program for 20 plus years, and I did do recall a lot of uh, challenges and obstacles uh, serving uh, refugees, welcoming refugees, but this year was really more challenging I think because of, of course, because of COVID, um, because of uh, this uh, current administration, uh, refugee arrivals was really reduced, um, our budgets were reduced. So with such a uh, limited uh, staff and small staff, uh, we were welcoming refugees in really low numbers. I would say uh, this year, in 12 months, we welcome about uh, 45 new refugees. However, we do serve uh, cases up to five years since arrival, so we did have a really large uh, caseload to serve with such a uh, small staff staffing. Elma, can you tell us a little bit about, I mean, you mentioned the five years, and I know from, we, we sent a photographer with some of your team to meet a family at O'Hare Airport. Can you walk us through what's involved in getting a family settled, and then what what that five years looks like? Yeah, sure. So basically, our preparations to welcome uh, new uh, cases uh, started prior uh, prior refugee arrivals. Usually, we got uh, notification that a new case is arriving, and maybe prior to two weeks to their uh, date of arrival. Sometimes we have a two weeks. Sometimes we have a seven days to prepare to case uh, for case, and then we start searching for apartments. We need to find a partner for family. Uh, furnish apartment, uh, prepare all like uh, referrals, uh, any refugee when they arrive to this country, they need to do uh, health screening, um, report to social, to social security number, enroll kids in school. So all the preparations start uh, prior arrivals. When they arrive, we go to airport, welcome them, um, provide for them ready to eat, et- uh, ethnic uh, ready to eat food, um, prepare food to have a, at least for seven days in their house, uh, orient them about safety in their household. Uh, and then this starts like the busiest period starts then for them and for us. You know, we work, uh, majority of refugees don't speak English and we do provide services in their own language. So if you don't have a staff who do speak that language, we provide interpreting services in person for those first uh, days for orientation. Uh, we provide uh, community orientation, then they apply for social security number, enroll kids in school, uh, start with uh, uh, cultural orientation classes, with job readiness classes, and then in the, during that period, probably a period of 60 days, 
uh, clients receive their social security number, they have a state ID, so they are ready to start uh, job search and employment counselor is working with them on job search. And I would say that 80% uh, of our uh, clients start working between six months since I was. I mean, I, I just want to highlight that. And we're going to head to a break here in a, in a second. But I just want to highlight that 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 number of self-sufficiency is 80 percent within the first six months of coming to a new country, it's having staggering. experienced trauma, not speaking the language and all of the things Elma just mentioned happen. And it's a testament to the spirit of the people who are coming to the United States and also your incredible workers. So I'm going to not cry about how beautiful this is, and we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back to The Voice of Charity, we're going to talk a little more with Rebecca and Elma. A Catholic faith-based education enriches both your mind and your heart. Academic standards are strong, and so is the feeling of community. 96% of our graduates go on to college. If you think a Catholic high school education is for you, keep these dates in mind. Registration is now open for the Catholic high school entrance exam, which will take place on Saturday, December 5th. Students should take the exam at the high school they hope to attend next year. For more information, log on to our website, schools.artchicago.org. Do you have a gently used laptop or desktop computer that is gathering dust in your home? Consider donating to our Catholic Charities Veterans Computer Project. We will clean out your device, give it new software, and repurpose it for a veteran who is looking for employment. Your gift will make an incredible difference in a veteran's ability to find a job. Catholic Charities provides veteran services throughout Lake and suburban Cook counties, giving participants an array of professional and personal support. Our veterans have served our country, and it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Services and the Veterans Computer Project, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum and Bridget Murphy. And we are here today talking about refugee resettlement and the incredible work that um, Elma and her team do welcoming newcomers. Um, Elma, we have one more question for you. And then, Rebecca, we promise we will get to you. This half hour is not long <laughs> enough, enough for no. <laughs> these issues. Um, you know, what struck Marie and I were talking about the break about how you know, Catholic Charities does a lot of what we call case management, where with any client or family, you're really you're trying to help them through all sorts of different needs and, and challenges. And it, it struck me that certainly with newcomers to this country who've experienced trauma in all kinds of ways that, you know, like you said, you're, it's English language um, instruction for parents and for kids. It's getting the kids enrolled in school. It's probably vaccinations and health care. It's employment. And so I'm just really struck by that. And I'm wondering if you can say a little bit more about the employment. Um, what kinds of jobs um, are you able to help people find? Um what, what are some of the um, obstacles? And, and clearly, these are among the hardest working people um, 
you'll probably ever find. So the work ethic is hardly a, a, a challenge. But tell us a little bit about that. Yes. Yes, Bridget, you are right. This case management is a really comprehensive uh, program and services that we provide. Employment services, the, the most important as well part of all the services because the uh, focus of this program is self-sufficiency. So refugees arrive to this country not to, not to be burdened for the community. They arrive to start rebuilding their lives and uh, be on their own, be self-sufficient. So often we do have refugees who do have a high education and they start working a low, lower level jobs. Or we have a refugees who don't have a, any uh, education and they start uh, working also like survival jobs. So basically prior COVID, majority of our clients used to work in uh, a service industry, you know, was hotel industry, um, was airport. Um, some clients who do have a, a higher education used to work in, in, in uh, some uh, factories or more professional jobs. Right. So now during the COVID, it's more challenging. Mm-hmm. We do have a, a few clients, unfortunately few clients, who did lose a job. And we were able to somehow now, for us, this is also a huge adjustment, you know, to, to focus on different uh, avenues, to focus on different industries. And we keep uh, reaching out to different employers and, you know, opening new opportunities for uh, our clients. Uh, recently, we hired a client, two clients in this um, uh, factory, on um, electrical factory on on Divan Street, believe uh-huh. or not, we still have some factories here in the city. Yeah. Uh, so, which is amazing. And I would say uh, many of our clients who did work on airports, uh, fortunately, they are still doing their jobs. And I really admire them because all during the COVID, during, during all those stimulus that uh, this uh, uh, administration has provided uh, during the summer, our clients did work and they were really. Uh, uh, like uh, Marie said, they are really people who who are really responsible and uh, dedicated. And when we find job for them, they really feel responsible to continue working, no matter no matter what. I so think, I really uh, respect that. I think one of the things you're highlighting, Alma, is the importance of work and the importance of being able to use your skills and your talents to help support your family. But also, there's something that we all feel. We all feel empowered by when we're able to work and be in a job where we feel appreciated. And I think that's a nice segue into Loom because so many parts of what, Rebecca, what you run with the women of Loom is about your skills and your abilities. So could you share with our listeners just a little bit about what Loom is and kind of what it is that your goals are with with the women? Sure. Well, uh, Loom uh, was established as... Um, kind of a mix between a, a social um, social group, community, art studio, um, and retail space where refugee women are invited to come and share their skills in knitting, crochet, sewing, weaving. We provide the materials for them. We provide the space for them. Um, and they come in and they share their skills with their friends and they make these beautiful handmade products, um, some of which just absolutely amaze me at the talent that they that they have. Um, and then we sell them for them um, at a variety of in a variety of different ways. 
And Rebecca, how have they been able, I mean, it's such an important part of that is not just the products and the, the ability to make income from your talents, as Marie mentioned, but the sense of community. A lot of these women, as we said, are dealing with really significant challenges in a new country, and it's important for them to be able to come together and, and, and share. Um, how have you been able to do that during COVID? Well, unfortunately, we have not uh, been able to meet as a group since March, really. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we, but that is for everybody's safety, um, of and we, 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 of course, are are behind that one hundred percent. Our our artisans have continued to work on creating new items from their homes. We have connected with them over um, group emails that include video tutorials and you know, inspirational images and even self-care tips um, so that we keep connected with them over email. Um, And we've shifted our focus from in-person sales to um, online sales. Yes, and I know this because I was playing around on your website the other day, and there's some things I would like to get. I was texting Elma saying, are these things available? But can you tell us um, about some of the bundles that are on your website and and how uh, people can go and look for them? I mean, this is the right time to start shopping for Christmas. Absolutely, and we have a lot of um, – we have just such a variety of products, which just speaks to the immense talent and creativity uh, that our ladies bring to each and everything that they make. It's not your typical, um, you know, production line kind of thing. These are one-of-a-kind, beautiful items that make excellent gifts um, because they're thoughtful and they help support uh, some of, you know, these women and their families. Um, we we started offering these bundles as uh, one option. We think of them as a way... For customers to um, to enjoy a variety of products, again, each product is one of a kind. So it's not like we have a large inventory of, of similar products. So we thought, uh, why don't we bundle some together, maybe even from different artisans? Um, and they're, they're kind of bundled around a, a favorite color or style. Mm. Um, and so it's the staff that, that curates them. But we, um, we just really encourage, um, again, just the... the it, giving voice to all the immense talent that that our that our ladies bring. I will share that um, last year at Catholic Charities does a staff mass at Christmas time, and uh, Loom sells products there. And there is a member of Marie's team who still has some hard feelings because she and I were fighting <laughs> over a beautiful blue sweater that. Uh, <laughs> I procured. We actually but, were talking about this the other day, so if you're listening. Um, so, yeah, this is this is um, Etsy for newcomers. Um, yes. And so please visit loomchicago.com. If you are, by chance, a knitter or crocheter or anything else, you'll definitely find inspiration, but we hope you'll find a special gift for yourself or someone else. So that's loomchicago.com. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick our next break here and then when we come back we're going to continue talking about how you can do some virtual shopping events with loom and learn a little bit more about our inspirational refugee neighbors
Hey parents, have we got a great idea for you. While your kids are adjusting to being back in school, they can also help brighten the day for one of the thousands of our senior clients. Invite your kids to write a short letter or a poem or make a drawing or tell a few jokes on paper. Then all they need to do is put it in an envelope, add a stamp, and address it to Catholic Home Care Senior Surprise, 2601 West Marquette Road, Chicago, Illinois, 60629. That's Catholic Home Care Senior Surprise, 2601 West Marquette Road, Chicago, Illinois, 60629. These letters will mean so much to the seniors who open them, and your child will have that wonderful feeling inside that comes when you reach out in kindness to someone else. Thank you from everyone at Catholic Charities. Catholic Charities Divine Affair home tasting parties are going virtual. This year marks the 20th anniversary of Divine Affair, the elegant wine tasting event that benefits our self-sufficiency programs. Low-income single parents with dependent children are trying to break the cycle of welfare and poverty. Today, the need is greater than ever as the COVID-19 pandemic has left thousands of newly struggling families in need of immediate assistance. You can easily coordinate a virtual wine tasting and help Catholic Charities at the same time. Each guest will enjoy a sample wine kit that includes wine and a guide, all courtesy of Lewis Glenn's Wines. You can gather your friends and family for this fun event or incorporate a celebration for a birthday, anniversary, or engagement at the same time. To learn more about a virtual home tasting party and how you and your guests can win fabulous raffle prizes, call today at 773-756-6937. That's 773-756-6937. Cheers! and welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum. And Bridget Murphy. And I need to share that while we were on break, we learned that um, one of our fabulous arch, I don't know if you're called producers because I'm not a real radio show personality. <laughs> Maybe you're a pers- per, uh, producer. Brian, while we were talking about Loom and the website, he did such a great job and he pulled up the website. So if you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching the live stream, you've been able to see the website and see the amazing products as Rebecca was talking. If you're not and want to go watch that later, you can check us out on the Chicago Catholic um, channel on YouTube. But Brian's going to have that up right now so that as we continue to talk about the great work of Loom, you can see um, the amazing videos and the amazing products. So Rebecca, And we have so many more questions we want to ask both of you. But, Rebecca, I know you've been doing these amazing virtual shopping events. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Well, um, we were inspired by kind of the the at-home parties um, that (laughs) – um, historically, they were Tupperware parties, <laughs> but they've but they've certainly expanded into a lot of different products. And we thought, well, why not um, encourage people to shop as a group? And so um, <clears throat> the Loom at Home virtual shopping events are a way that we can stay connected um, uh, to our customers, even though our in-person sales um, are on hold. So they're virtual shopping events. We set up a Zoom meeting on a date and time of your choosing. We send out invites over Facebook or um, email, and you can get together with your friends. And then we present our our product, inspiring stories from our ladies, um, special pricing, exclusive products. 
So it's really a, a kind of an evening that you can uh, set up with friends and do a little shopping and feel good about uh, where you're spending your money. That's fantastic because we all need someone to say, oh, yeah, you need that. You, <laughs> mm-hmm. that, you mm-hmm. need that sweater. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's fantastic. Let's let's circle back to, you know, you, you both spoke to some of the challenges, certainly, that families are facing. Um, and the, the shopping that people do is going to such, such important work. I mean, to be able to set a family, again, who's come here to build a new life, to be able to set them on a new path. I mean, what could be more rewarding? Can can maybe each of you take a minute to tell us about a a family or a person um, who's inspired you? I know they all have, but we we all have our favorites. So (laughs) maybe, Alma, can we start with you? Uh, Before I respond to this question, I just must uh, would like to mention, which Marie didn't mention, Marie Jokum didn't mention that actually Loom started during the time when Marie was working for us, and Marie was one of the uh, uh, staff who, who, who just, uh, her idea was to establish uh, something like this and uh, help uh, women who felt isolated in their homes, husbands used to start working, women didn't work, they take took care of uh, their household. So Marie uh, should get a large credit for uh, Um's existence today. Okay, thank you, Elma. I didn't pay you to say that, but let's let's be very, very clear that the artistic side of this, the creation of goods, is absolutely something I would not have been able to to handle. So let's remember what that was really all about. But I I do think it does speak to this community, right? Like yes. it's the community yes. of of people um, who care about refugees and the refugee women, and it is the women who have continued Loom um, under the great direction of both of you. So now tell us an inspiration. Yes story, Alma. You're the best. You know, many, <laughs> many, many inspirational stories, but I think that the, the, the newest story for me, especially in, in, in 2020, was uh, because Refugee Assessment Program is a humanitarian program. We know that currently we have uh, uh, more than 60 million refugees who are displaced, who are separated from, from families. So we do have, we did have a, this year, like family reunification case, which was a uh, single young uh, girl. Uh, she was, uh, she's uh, 14, I believe, and she reunited with her mom. Uh, mom left uh, country as a refugee. They separated during the war. She came to United States, and it took, uh, I think that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, about five years. They were separated five years. Oh. Uh, so was, uh, this reunification was really, you know, such a, uh, you, you see, that was such a great outcome. All, all those uh, years waiting, the, in the meantime, mother uh, starts working, she has a nice apartment, she, she speaks English, she really adjusted very well, so she was able to welcome her uh, daughter. We were able to help daughter to, to start school. Um, they're doing very well. Daughter has a tutor who works with her now, like, of course, virtually, but, uh, you know, we, we, she mentioned to us that she has some trouble in school, that she needs extra help, so we organized tutor for her. So this is really, I think that this is really such a happy ending story, and this is something that keeps us uh, moving and, and working and, and believing in this uh, program. Fantastic. I mean, the the circumstances that people overcome never, never ceases to amaze me. Um, Rebecca, how about you? I mean, I just I continue to be inspired by our artisans, Um, in particular, those who have had to become 
uh, especially those parents who have had to become teachers for their children um, at, at, at home, and many of them have put their lives on hold um, to, to make sure that their children are educated. It's such an important value to them. Um, many of them, even if they struggle with English, they, they strongly encourage, you know, they're very supportive of their children learning English and becoming really uh, integrated into, um, into the United States. And so it's just, it continues to inspire me how even all the things that they've been through, everything they've faced, and then all the adversities of this year, which we are all fed up with, they continue <laughs> to Amen, adapt. <laughs> and yes, they continue to just um, just amaze me with how um, resilient they are, how adaptable they are, and how much they value very core things like education um, uh, as part of their families. Thank you, Rebecca. I had to interrupt Marie, who's going to lead us to close out here. But I just, since Marie, you were part of this program for so long, um, I want to thank all three of you, because in addition to the remarkable resilience of the clients you serve, this is really hard work emotionally um, in terms of, of what folks have been through and and then helping set them on a path. So uh, just I salute all three of you and Marie can take us out. Okay. This is, I saw, I paid her, I paid everybody to do this today, but (laughs) truly there, you are both heroes. And I, I just urge any listeners who would like to help the refugee community to donate online at catholiccharities.net and market for the refugee program or call 312-655-7096 and especially go to loomchicago.com get some of those bundles um share share the goodness of this program that always makes me want to cry so (laughs) thank you elma and rebecca for coming on today's show and we wish you continued success in your work for chicago's refugee community bless you bless you bless you and join us again next week here on the voice of charity for now this is marie jokum and bridget murphy wishing you safety and good health from everyone at Catholic Charities. Be well. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.